Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugolo, and on this show, I speak with artists, healers, changemakers, and entrepreneurs about what fires them up and how they put their dreams into action. And I'm really excited today to have a business development coach and speaker with me, Mel McSherry. Hello, thank you for having me, Linda. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to talk shop. Exactly. I could talk shop all day. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. All right. So I, we're going to be talking a lot about speaking, mm -hmm. but I want to know first, what do you speak about? So my signature talk is about prioritization and really helping women in business and women business owners who are exhausted and overwhelmed to really take a step to the side and learn how to prioritize them, themselves, their time, and their profit avenues correctly so they can create what they want and the time that they have. So does that mean you're working mostly with entrepreneurs? Correct. A lot of them are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, or in, been in their businesses anywhere for about six months to two and a half years. Mm -hmm. So really helping them define who they are and what they want and really seeing where their time is going because it's so easy to overextend ourselves when we don't have that true north vision to begin with. I, I totally get that because, I mean, especially with social media, you can mm -hmm. put so much time and energy into so many different directions. Oh, yes. And how do you know which to do? Well, you know, that's a great question because a lot of my clients do come overwhelmed already and thinking they have to be in spaces that they don't even really have a strength in or belong in. So with that, it's really identifying who is your ideal client and where do they go for their information. And also don't recreate the wheel. If you already have a great LinkedIn connection, already have a little bit of a following on Facebook or Instagram, just keep building, grow where you're planted, but don't feel like you have to completely reinvent yourself in order to create what you want. Do you think that that idea of narrowing in and targeting and prioritizing is easier for some personality types than others? You know, that's another great question. I don't think so because some of the people who are very what they call type A, they're a little bit too organized to where they're actually using steps as a procrastination device because what they think is important, they, they don't really look at it in the big picture. So I actually was working with a client and she's in the middle of transitioning her business. And the first thing she goes, oh, well, I have to get an LLC and I have to talk to my lawyer and I have to do this. And I said, okay, you, those are things you need to do or she needs to think of a business name. Like, yes, those are things on your list. But if that's a list of 10 things, that's eight, nine, and 10. What we need to do is first identify who you are, your message, who you want to work with. And then when you have those filler moments, what are those little things that you can fit within your time? So you're still taking those big steps towards your business, but not using those little things as thinking of a business name to take up half your day and you're procrastinating on, on really profitable avenues. Do you think that people do that because it's easier? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, that, it's that feeling of, I did something. And yeah. I talk about this in my talk, actually, of not combining your personal to-do list with your business to-do list, which is easy to do as an entrepreneur, especially for those of us that work from home. Because typically, you know, we make it as contact five clients, submit contracts, do dishes, walk the dog, go grocery shopping. And what is it that we do first? walk the dog, do dishes, go grocery shopping, which is great because we have that feeling of, oh, it's off the list and we get that rush of endorphins. But now we've actually procrastinated on the things that aren't profitable to us mentally, emotionally, and especially financially. So taking those little three off your list, the dog's gonna tell you when they need to be walked. 
You know, the dishes are going to be there. You're going to get hungry. There's other ways that you'll remember to do those. Mm -hmm. But the ones that you really want to focus on and make priority, those should be in front of you and those should be the ones. Because eating that frog first, which I don't know if you've read that book, Eat That Frog First. No, I haven't. Oh, it's a great book and I always forget the author. But it's a fantastic short read. But he talks about how when you do those massive things first, that actually gives you more energy, more focus, and more excitement to conquer the rest of your day. Mm -hmm. That's great. I know, like right now, I'm in the middle of book writing. Mm -hmm. And I have, uh, over the summer, the schedule's been different, but starting next week, it's 6 a.m. Mm. that I'm doing my writing. And yeah. what I like about that is there's nothing else I want to do yeah. at that hour. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I want to necessarily be up, but if I'm going to be doing something, I want it to be, I'm up for a reason. Mm -hmm. And when I get that hour, hour and a half of writing off the list, yeah. that makes me feel like I am moving forward because mm -hmm. that is my high priority right now. And you're probably the most creative in the morning, right? Because oh, you're fresh absolutely. out of bed. And that's another great thing is playing with your strengths when it comes to prioritizing your schedule. Mm -hmm. If you're really that creative, that much more creative in the morning, mm -hmm. don't start your day off checking emails. You're completely negating your strengths. So what areas can you tap into with your business that you can use in that time effectively? And then when that time is done, then what's the next thing you want to take off of your list? And what is the focus that you have. So using a customized schedule, and that's what I would talk about a lot in my talk is, you know, having a plan of action or having a system of process is fantastic. But to quote Pirates of the Caribbean, they're more like guidelines than anything. So if your day shifts, you still have full permission to use the time that you have left. It's just taking a moment, looking now at the time that you have, what are the things on your list that do fit within that time? And how can you reapply and move on? That's great. That's great. I love that. And I totally agree with the food part. I mean, when I'm hungry, I go eat. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get hangry. When I need a break, I go do the dishes. Yeah, when you're wondering why you've read that same email 10 times, and it's your body just going, okay, time for a 15-minute break, right. or let's shift into something else. So right. it's listening to your body, but, but also honoring it and honoring your time. Yeah, that's great. So tell me how you discovered that speaking was an avenue that you wanted to put a lot of time into. So this actually started about three years ago. I had attended an amazing conference called Summit of Greatness, which is hosted by Lewis Howes. And it was an amazing, motivational, three-day conference. And I came out of that going, I, I really want to speak. And I had a quick taste of that during my certification weekend at the John Maxwell International Certification. Every single one of us had to do a five-minute talk in front of our table. And I remember after that just going, okay, this is something that I really enjoy, but I'm not really sure how to use it with my business because most people think 10 grand keynotes or TEDx or things along those lines. And that is definitely something that I'm working towards. However, I knew that there were different avenues that I could use to really honor the time that I have as a primary caregiver to an eight-year-old. And I happened to have met this amazing woman. Her name is Moira. And she helped me create a signature talk, and she's the one who initially showed me how speaking for free can be such an amazing lead generator and so profitable for my business. And I started applying that as well as creating my own system, a process of how I submitted and got all these speaking events. And in, by the end of this year, I would have spoken over 50 times in different platforms from television shows to podcasts to live events. Um, I've booked two national conferences now and I've traveled twice internationally to speak. So it's, as well as triple my annual income, I mean, let's talk finances, let's talk money because it's, it's a big deal. So it's definitely become something that I 
love showing my clients how to do because it is such a great use of your time. And you are that person to where when they say, oh, I, it, I can't pay you, you already have a plan and you already know how you can still make that time profitable. So you're speaking for free. Mm -hmm. What kind of, is it libraries, rotaries, chambers, associations? Where? I, anywhere, last year it was anybody who said yes to me. And actually in Chicago, which is where I am located, it was a lot of co-working spaces, women networking chapters. Um, I spoke with eWomen's Network, NAMBA, which is the National Association of Women MBAs. Um, just, you know, again, but it was all came down to who is my ideal client and where do they go for their information? And because I predominantly work with women business owners, that was my first key of, okay, where do they go? Went to a great tech hub in Chicago called 1871, which I'm now a mentor at and the amazing women there. So really identifying who you are, what you want, and who you want to work with, that's what really helped me just laser focus those keywords and just go for the ask. Laser focus the keywords in mm -hmm. terms of Google searches. Search. Exactly. <clears throat> so whether that was going on Eventbrite, I actually have an entire process now that I teach my clients on how to stalk people <laughs> in a very good way. Um, but I've, I've developed a system that has helped me get in front of people a lot faster than just doing the general submission or just kind of putting feelers out there. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people, and this is something that I teach my clients as well, is that this is your business, this mm -hmm. is in your hands, so why would you just hand it over and just kind of sit back and wait for it when all you have to do is just ask mm -hmm. and just ask to be introduced or ask who can I talk to and just, you know, put mm -hmm. that, take control of that mm -hmm. because that's what's going to get you there faster. Mm -hmm. That's great. Oh, I've been doing a similar process this year, but it's been a little bit kind of backwards mm -hmm. in some way to what you're talking about, which is very appealing to me. <laughs> Whereas to me, the easiest thing in my mind, because I didn't know where my the on female entrepreneurs mm -hmm. were hanging out necessarily in terms of groups, mm -hmm. I thought, well, I'll start with libraries, rotaries, chambers, mm -hmm. who aren't, I didn't think were my ideal clients in terms, if I thought they were entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. but I work with people who are afraid to get up and speak. Mm -hmm because I help them overcome stage fright or mm -hmm. video fright. Yeah. And they're everywhere. Yeah. So in fact, all I needed to do was change my talk a bit to be relevant for the people. Mm -hmm. And then I was good to go. Yeah. And that's a great point because that's definitely something when I help my clients create their signature talk, their lead generating talk, that's the first thing we talk about is what really is the problem you solve? How do you solve that and who is that for? Because it, I do believe it is easy to get niched too far down. Mm -hmm. Even in searching for, for talks, I was working with um, one of my clients in New York and she said, I'm, I'm doing these keywords, but I'm getting the same things over and over and over again. But she was using the same three words of women in business, entrepreneurship and networking, but she thought using them in different you know, flipping them around would somehow, you know, uh, mess up Google and give her new answers. So we dug a little bit deeper and I said, well, you're a relationship coach. So what other areas do women want to work on so they can have great relationships? So that's self-care, that's meditation, that's fitness classes. And all of a sudden she got so many more opportunities because she was actually that missing piece. Mm. Instead of applying with every other relationship coach at the same relationship conference, mm -hmm. she's now speaking at these events and being that missing factor. Mm -hmm. So how is it that having a free talk can bring you leads? Is it that you're selling from the stage or 
how, what's your process or what so do you recommend? My, my process is don't sell from stage. Mm -hmm. And that is my, my big, big, big thing with my clients is I tell them this isn't a sales pitch. This isn't a bait and switch. This isn't a, you know, timeshare BS kind of attitude. It's not one minute of value and then 30 minutes of me cramming value down or, you know, packages down your throat. It's an opportunity for them to get to know you, to get value, to know your story, to know why you love solving this problem and how you solve it. Because the first rule of sales is first they buy you. Mm -hmm. And what that does is actually create leads as you're speaking and creates faster sales afterwards. So the one thing that we do is really make sure that their offer is something that is of value that continues to show them what you do as well as an opportunity if they'd like to have a 30 minute conversation if that's applicable to your business or if that's applicable to where you want these leads to go because that's very important you always need to know where this talk is going and why because mm -hmm. if you're just talking and then you don't close the room then yeah you spoke for free and you're not going to get anything back from it but if you're really focused and strategic on who these people are where do you want them to go so what offer do you want to um, to extend at the end of your talk, then that's when those genuine connections come through and you get you just close them so much faster because they've already gotten to know you. So when you say close the room, what does that mean for those who may not have heard that? Yeah, so closing the room for me is wrapping up, again, the value that you've already presented to them. So the, the, walk, the talking points that you had, whether the lessons that you learned or some of the examples that you gave, and then showing them that I have this extra resource that can continue on this motivation. So for me, the one thing I hate more than anything is when you go to a talk, you get all excited, or even conferences, you get excited, you have all this motivation, and then you have no action plan. Like they just almost leave you to the side and go, okay, great, you know, peace out, good night. And you're left with, great, I'm excited, I'm motivated, but I don't know what to do next. Mm. So for me, my free resource is a checklist to remind them what we already walked through, my five priority points, as well as uh, little reminders and milestones if they do get lost. Mm. And if it becomes a little bit more of a process or if they're realizing they really need somebody to just really help them be accountable, take that step to that side and really look at you know who they are and where they're going, mm -hmm. then I offer them a complimentary 30-minute phone call. And I get to see if it's you know where they are in their business, where they want to be in six months and what their obstacles are. And then I see if I can be a further resource either through my services or connecting them with somebody who can be. Because that's what this is about, is really ensuring that women are prioritizing themselves and creating the business, the money, and the life that they want. Mm -hmm. That's great. So this is like one do and don't for a signature talk. Mm -hmm. Are there other do's and don'ts that you would suggest? Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one I would definitely say is don't be afraid to put yourself in your talk. Another one is slides, but I won't even get into that. Um, but a lot of people I notice, they just want to do facts or they just want to share or they don't feel like they have a story. Mm. And really, we have all started our businesses because of a reason. And it doesn't have to be life-changing. It doesn't have to be, I made a million dollars in two minutes. It could literally be, you know, from my story, I talk about how four years ago, I was trying to build two different businesses. I was also a VA for an IT company in Dallas. I had a four-year-old running around and I was in the middle of my divorce. So I was putting everybody else's needs first and I wasn't building anything except for debt, stress, and a bad attitude. And when I started prioritizing myself and really looking at what I wanted in the time that I had, then that's how things progressed. And it's not a magical story, but it's something that connects to you. And that's what the story really is for, is so people can go, okay, she's been there, they've been there. 
I've been there. And again, it's just that emotional connection and that authentic connection that helps them really buy into you as well as understand they have the capability to do the exact same thing and the resources to take them there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I know that um, having a clear message mm -hmm. is also something that people struggle with. Mm -hmm. I had someone reach out to me and said, I, I re really feel like I would be great on stage, mm -hmm. I'd be great talking, but I have a hard time coming up with my, my message. Yeah. A lot of people, they don't want to be too niched down. That's a big fear. Um, or they also try to get too creative with that. I don't know if you've seen that as well, where they, they try to make up their own title or they try to be really, I don't know, flamboyant in some way, but it actually ends up being a little bit more overwhelming and confusing than authentic and connecting. Mm. And that's definitely something that I work on with my clients is you know, helping them delve into themselves because a lot of the times we don't want to brag about ourselves. We don't want to say, this is what I've accomplished, especially for women. But to how can they connect to who they are and what they do? And just, it's just facts. It's not, you're not trying to name drop. You're not trying to impress anybody. It's just facts of this is who you are. This is the problem that you solve. This is how you solve it. And this is why. And when they really start connecting that, again, the clarity on their content for their marketing, their clarity on the networking, where they go. I mean, everything just becomes so much easier once you really have that truly authentic connecting message. Mm -hmm. Can you give an example of how that might have happened for a client? Yes. So one of them, she was just be one, she never really fully announced who she was, which I find that a lot, especially with entrepreneurs who have been in the businesses about six months. They, they, they tiptoe or they just told their friends and family and they just think that's enough. Um, and they, they don't really clarify. And I love friends and family, but usually they're the ones who are the last to really understand what you do. So when we really got that down, she went from just being a web developer who, that, that's all she'd introduce us is I, have, I own my own company and I'm a web developer, to she's a web uh, developing educator and her passion is to help entrepreneurs who are overwhelmed by the entire web design process and educate them and walk them through it in a very safe and loving environment so together they can create a money producing website. So again, it's just, okay, so if you're an entrepreneur who wants to make your own website but you're overwhelmed, oh, Here's Natalie, I know exactly who she is. Or even if it's not for you, you instantly know where to place her as a referral or as a partner or anything. Because that's, when you have that laser focus, mm -hmm. that just helps things create opportunities for yourself so much faster. Yes, absolutely. I know so many coaches who say, well, I can, I don't want to, narrow myself down. I help so many people with so many different yeah. problems. And I, I totally understand that. I mean, we, we are multifaceted and we Most can definitely. help. I can help people with more than overcoming stage fright. Mm -hmm. But, but I know that it's a problem that people can relate to. Mm -hmm. They know right away whether or not mm -hmm. this is something they would like to get on the other side of. Exactly. And all the problems that we do solve, because I definitely do more than just prioritization. Speaking is obviously a part of that with prioritizing your profit avenue with that. However, it's all umbrellaed under how do you prioritize your time, your profit avenues, and yourself correctly. So that's not niching me down. That's giving you the big problem that I solve and how I solve it. But there are so many facets within that that we do discover during our sessions that still fall in line with that. And that's even coming from overwhelming of what you want to talk about, which I'm actually hosting an event in Chicago in October to help entrepreneurs with that because they want to talk about all these things. So they feel like they have to create new content all the time, which I was completely guilty of that in the beginning. 
But when you really narrow down that big problem, big solution, then actually the other little problems that you solve are connected to that big problem and those are your talking points. So there are ways that you can highlight almost every, not every single thing, because you don't want to give away you know, the whole farm for free as you're speaking, but how can you still highlight those individual things that you, the problems that you solve that are umbrellaed under this big problem? <laughs> Take a minute, it's okay. <laughs> I'm taking a minute. Okay, so we're talking about like the structure of a talk right now. Yeah. Okay, so that you, so can you, can you just, summarize what you just said. Yeah, most okay. definitely. And, and not to give away too much because I definitely don't want to be overwhelming, but it's the process that I always start with my clients is first just brain dump. What are the things you love to talk about? Okay, so we're, t we're talking about how do you get to your signature talk? Yeah, or Got just it. and even just identifying mm -hmm. your message, right? Mm -hmm. So even going further back to how do you narrow down your message? Mm -hmm. Your message is the start of your signature talk. Everything is going to come from your message because that's the core of who you are. That's the problem that you will always solve. There's gonna be different degrees and evolutions of it, but it's usually always gonna come down to those core factors, right? So when you have that crystal clear message, then that's actually what your talk is going to be on. And that helps you narrow down that focus and take away a little bit more of the overwhelm when it comes to trying to figure out what you want to talk about. Yes. And when it comes to, well, I don't want to talk about the same thing over and over again, I've done the exact same talk over 50 times and I still love it. It evolves with me, but the core pieces are still from a message that I created two years ago. Yes, and the other thing is, if you're going to a new audience, why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly, yeah. and if it's relevant for exactly. that audience. I think the only time that you would necessarily want to change it is if you need to give different examples because mm -hmm. it's a different demographic. Agreed. Yeah. When I switched from speaking at entrepreneurial conferences to corporate conferences, the core value is still the same of women leaders who need to still prioritize themselves and delegate and use their time effectively. So the same steps are there, but you're right. It's just changing the example, the verbiage, but it still all comes from my message. It's still the exact same bones. So what would you say is like the number one thing if someone wanted to get started to speak? The number one thing would have a clear message. Really make sure that you know who you are, the problem that you solve, how you solve it, and who you solve it for. That way you can start introducing yourself and you can start actually doing some market research through networking of what are the questions that you get, what are the, you know, what are the follow-ups that you have. Because from there, that is all the information that you need to create a signature talk, as well as knowing who your ideal client is from that and where they go for their information. So everything, everything is based off of that message. And would you suggest that a person work with someone else to create a talk, or do you think that you should just get out there and see what happens? I like highly suggest working with somebody, um, because again, I'm big on making sure that you're using your time effectively, and it's so easy for ourselves, especially as solopreneurs, I'm sure as you know, to talk ourselves out of things or to make things even bigger than they actually are. But when we take a minute to have somebody on the outside really listen to our ideas and filter them down, it's like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders and you can progress so much faster and with a better laser focus with somebody on your side than you trying to do it on your own on top of everything else in your business. Mm -hmm. So that's so that's great because um, I think that some people feel like they should just be able to get out there and do it and it's almost like oh you got to make sure you're in the right direction exactly before you start running. Yes it's, it, it actually is very strategic but in a very simple way 
But if you don't know what you don't know, mm -hmm. but when you have somebody who's been there before, who's created a process and can just walk you through it, mm -hmm. then especially for myself as a coach, my favorite thing is for them to bypass a lot of this stuff. I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, so there's a lot of things that I can quickly push them through, obviously still giving them great learning examples and ways to grow their business, but really making sure that they don't hinder themselves unknowingly with procrastination, with self-doubt, but having that somebody to really laser focus your attention, your time, and just guide you through it. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I have directions to get somewhere and somebody to tell me where to go, I am a lot better with that. <laughs> we love our GPS. We do love our GPS. God bless Siri. So tell me what speaking has done for you. Oh my goodness. So I've been speaking for about almost two years now. And last year alone, just through speaking for free, I tripled my annual income. I have become a best-selling Amazon author. I've traveled twice internationally to speak and have clients all over the world. And I've been doing this all while being a primary caregiver to my eight-year-old son in Chicago. So it's been such a great time saver for me, even traveling to spaces you know, like Boston and, or here in, in uh, Massachusetts. It's, it's still a great use of my time because I'm laser focused on something that I love. He's with my, his grandparents, he loves it. Like it's a win-win, right? But definitely just how much it has expanded my network and created more opportunities for me that I never even knew were there because it's so easy to get that tunnel vision that you forget that even just by doing something a little bit outside of your comfort zone can create such an amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what speaking continues to do for me to this day. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have difficulties with stage fright or? Not, I mean, I still get a little nervous, which I, I love that I do because uh -huh. I feel like the minute that I don't get nervous or don't get excited, then it's time to switch things up. Oh, really? Do you feel that way about cooking in the kitchen? I, if I cooked. <laughs> I do cook, but I'm a very repetitive cooker. Um, <laughs> so but you it's don't almost that same, No, but it, it is still that same thing of, I, I like changing things up in my routine. Even, even when it comes to my daily routine and my business, if I notice I'm just an autopilot, then I'm definitely probably missing out on something new because I don't think it's aligned with what I want. But if I haven't checked in with myself for a while to realign with, okay, what do I want? What's the time that I have? Am I still going in the right direction? Right, right. Then that's still, then that always gives me new opportunities and new insights. Um, so I definitely think that you know speaking over and over again has been absolutely amazing. I don't get a ton nervous, but I do love that I get that buzz afterwards and I just get that total high. Yes. And even during, like it's just it's my favorite space to be in, and I don't think it will ever get old. Mm-hmm. It's a feel-good space for you. Most definitely. That's wonderful. Yeah. So I love to ask my guests to pull a card from Ooh. here. Um, I love this. And just kind of riff on whatever this means to okay. you and your business. Fantastic. Yeah. So I get to choose one? Yeah. Do I read it? Yeah. Ooh, boldness. Oh, that's a great word. Uh, what boldness means to me is not being afraid to go against the grain. Mm. A lot of my clients have grown up in very traditional households. Nobody was an entrepreneur, so they never really had that support. And I always give them huge props for taking that first step, whether it was leaving a corporate job that they've done for 20 plus years or never doing the traditional route to begin with and, and having so much adversity with their family. To be that bold, to just set their foot down and be like, no, this is the life I want to create. This is how I want to create this. 
like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. like that's that's my ultimate favorite thing and definitely something that I'm learning to embrace more in my life and also recognizing how bold I've been in my life. I've, I've realized now that I've made choices that apparently not a lot of normal people like to make, um, but the, the life that it's created for me and the example I'm setting for my son for that as well is, you know, never be afraid to, to try if this is something that you're truly connected to and you if, if you have a resource or not, don't worry about the how just go and the how will come to you as long as you're open, you're asking questions and you're asking for help. That's bold right there is asking for help especially. That's great. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, and I can I can tell that you you embody boldness. Thank you. Yeah, and your style, <laughs> your speaking, and in your actions. It's really fun. Thank you. Yeah, so how can people get a hold of you? The best way to get a hold of me is through my website, which is www.melissamcsherry. Net. And as soon as you open that landing page, there's a let's chat button. So if you would like to chat more about speaking or ways that you can prioritize your time, yourself and your profit avenues correctly, just schedule some time with me and I'd be happy to chat with them. I'm so excited that you came today. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. This You're is fantastic. Welcome. So I hope you have found this incredibly inspirational as I have. I feel charged up. I'm ready to go out and speak some more, which I am. And, but. I also want you to feel comfortable doing it. And one of the best ways that I have found to prepare myself is mental rehearsal. I have an audio called 10 Minute Speaking Confidence Visualization, and you can get it at lindayugalow.com forward slash speaking confidence. 10 minutes, closing your eyes, listening, you'll be all set to go. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to catch us on the next one. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.